the goal is to have people who have never invested in their life get the same amount of insight as someone with a CFA on a Bloomberg terminal. What is good, futurists? This is your host, Michael Zakhand, founder of Our Future, the premier podcast and media brand for young business leaders like yourself. Just to give you guys a bit of recap, bands of retail investors online, most notoriously from Reddit's Wall Street Bets, they banded together this past week to buy shares in companies that were heavily shorted by hedge funds, the most notorious being the fledging video game retailer GameStop. Today, I'm bringing you an episode with the founders of the hottest new student startup that relates directly to the phenomenon we're living through, and it's called Wolf Financial, the premier social networking and investment research platform built for everyday investors and even influencers too. The first voice you'll hear is Michael Warshawski, Wolf's CEO. The next is Gav Blacksburg, their COO. And the third voice is Ben Kestenbaum, their CFO. If you want to check out the app while you're listening to this podcast, it's sick. Click to download the link in the description of this podcast and check it out as this episode rages on. Give me 30 seconds on each of you guys. We'll start with Michael, like 30 seconds. Like who, who are you? Where are you today? Michael, uh, I'm in Philadelphia. I go to Drexel University studying computer science and finance and you know, my passions really are computer science and finance. And that's what I'm so passionate about Wolf because it's the crossroads of everything that I love. And what position do you hold at Wolf? Yeah. Co-founder and CEO. Co-founder and CEO right here. And you're 19 years old. That's crazy. So Gav, what about yourself? Why don't you jump in here? Sure. So normally I'm based out of Baltimore, although right now I'm getting some sun down in Florida. I am a finance major. I am a senior at Drexel. So I graduate in seven weeks with my bachelor's. I am really into two things, and those are social media and investing. These guys can tell you I'm a social media fiend. Nowadays, I get to call it market research when I spend two hours on Twitter, uh, but you know, unlike the other days. And on the investing side, back in my senior year, I participated in a market watch game where you use fake money. I basically doubled the returns of everyone else in my grade and really just never looked back. <laughs> there you go. Stock market game ways. Bam, what about you? All right. I am Ben. I'm a co-founder and CFO. I'm a student of finance and data science at Drexel, graduating in the fall, hopefully. Uh, My interest in all this finance stuff really got started when I was 13 years old. My dad took me to Fidelity and he opened a brokerage account for me. I started playing around with a couple hundred bucks. So for me, being only 21 years old, I've been trading for about eight years now. I've gotten to experience some really cool stuff and I'm just excited to see what this new digital transformation is going to bring to the market. Awesome. Awesome. Super sharp guys right here. So I know the the fraternity was the common thread between you guys. So I'm not going to get into like that story, but why don't you guys like who came up with this idea to create a social network for investing? Like which one of you guys kind of was the first to kind of come up with the idea and then tell the others about it? And then like, why? Like what problem is it actually solving? Yeah. So um, the story behind how Wolf Financial came to be is back in uh, 2019, the end of 2019, in the good old days of human interaction pre-COVID. Ben and I had a computer science lab together. And after class, we would go and get lunch. And in our lunch days, we would talk about practically anything and everything under the sun. We would basically always come back to the same topic, though, which is the stock market. And we started to notice this reoccurring theme amongst our friends and this larger demographic. And so they were turning to the other crutches that they have instilled in other parts of their life, which are social media. So we saw these massive communities popping up on Twitter, TikTok, Discord, Facebook, YouTube, and of course, everywhere. Wall Street bets. Yeah. Yes, of course, Reddit. And we felt that there is this massive spectrum and there's no home for it, right? Different types of content, different types of people. And this demographic doesn't have research that they like to use, right? They don't like to read these long research uh, reports, annual reports, spreadsheets, et cetera. So 
uh, as Ben likes to say, it on a park bench one day, right? If the joke goes, uh, we came up with the, the idea for a centralized platform that could be monitored and observed. And, you know, everyone who, despite your desire for finance, you're, you're a meme guy or you're a diehard die seeking alpha guy, could come to one place, find the content that you like, explore, build a feed of content that's curated specifically by you and people you like to follow and be able to communicate, collaborate and do research in the platform and really have that one-stop shop Absolutely. So why don't I, I direct the next question to Gav or Ben? So Alex Lieberman started The Morning Brew because people like weren't very proud about reading The Wall Street Journal. Like, yeah, I read The Wall Street Journal. It's dry. It's boring. Um, kind of in what ways are you guys making financial research more digestible? Like, why is this better than Seeking Alpha? Is it better than Seeking Alpha because of the very content? Or is it better than Seeking Alpha because it also has other features that Seeking Alpha does not have? Sure. So the way we think about investment research, the data is all the same. Everybody has the same stuff to deal with in raw form. It's all about the way it's presented to the end user. So what we set out to do is understand exactly what people want to see and how they best digest information. So what we do is we manipulate the raw data and we present it to people in things that they're used to, like TikTok style videos, tweets, which we call howls. Uh, we want to basically take the raw data and just give it to people in a way that they can understand it. The goal is to have people who have never invested in their life get the same amount of insight as someone with a CFA on a Bloomberg terminal. We just want to deliver it to a different market. I like the democratization angle. Um, how can you prevent against, Gav, I'll direct this question to you as kind of a chief marketing officer, chief operating officer. How can you prevent against becoming the very thing that Robinhood's being criticized for being, right? Like you're having going to get all this data, you're going to get all this insight. Like how can you make it so you're not serving kind of this very elite investor or larger kind of financial sharks, like how can you create a business model that isn't, doesn't fall into the same pitfalls as we've seen social networks like Facebook fall into as well? Yeah, this is one of the earliest things that we dealt with. And it was a question which we often asked. And that's why from the very onset of this, we decided that we were not going to become a brokerage. Um, you can look at other companies and the problem with it is what is the ultimate goal? And the end goal with many of these brokerages is get users to place as many trades as possible because they sell those trade orders and that's how they make money on volume, the back end. Volume, yeah. For us, for us, we don't care how many times you make a trade. All we care about is that you make the right trade. We want you to be able to communicate with people, do actionable research, take your time step back for a second, right? There's no need to just get in on everything. Talk to your friends, talk to people who you trust, talk to verified people on our platform who we've consistently vetted and made sure that they know what they're talking about. And that way you can go ahead and place the right trade. So I think for us, not being a brokerage completely takes us a step back from, sure. you know, dealing with those high volume trades and data and everything like that. Yeah. Uh, I'll, okay. So the name Wolf, I'm assuming that came from the Wolf of Wall Street. There's yeah, a lot I mean, of origin. <laughs> yeah, there's a lot of lore. Uh, but, you know, the Wolf of Wall Street, you ask God, it's the world of learning finance. But it all comes down to the idea that uh, wolves, you know, work in a pack. They live in a pack together sure. and that, you know, they're led by their alpha. But it's this communal uh, working together, right? You, you see what's going on in the markets nowadays. It's everyone working together, but yeah. doing research with each other. And, you know, whether or not they did it in the right way is up for debate. But it's the, the, the communal fact is what we're going for. Right. Um, and and one of the other oh, one of the other just small things that I really like about wolves is it's probably the least domesticated animal out there. Right. You see the lion is the king of the jungle, but I can go to the zoo and see lions. You're not really going to the zoo and often seeing wolves. No. They're 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 that lone creature that's out there and is <laughs> really just 
Exactly. Drastic, dude. I have three German Shepherds, so I'm, I'm a fan of your mascot here. Uh, and a lot of people are like, oh, lone wolves. Well, I like the way you guys look at it through a biological perspective. They hang out in packs of and, and teams. Um, okay, so the argument, though, is that, you know, when these communities get together, they do things that are irrational. Like, the market has always been, like, this irrational organism, but, like, it gets even more messed up when a bunch of people are, like, rallying off of social media and, like, internet, like... What happens when a Dave Portnoy comes on your platform and everybody does what he does and it's not grounded on any investment research? It's not grounded on any of the tenets on the stocks. Like, how do we contend with that? Yeah, I think it, it, it's a really interesting point. And I, I think that, you know, there are three, two to three good uh, strongholds that we have within our platform you don't see anywhere else. It's the first that it's not a, a consistent global feed. So we're trying to transition away from a global feed to curated individual feeds. So as you'll see in, in in app, we're starting to create what we're calling our explorer and trending page, where you can go and find content that you're specifically interested in. So if you're interested in memes, we'll show you memes. But if you're interested in detailed financial research and analysis like Seeking Alpha type content, we'll show you that. And what we love about what we're doing and what Ben's working on on the back end, hopefully to come out soon, is the analysis that's going to be really strong and detailed so that you'll be able to share your insights backed by actual information in app. So it's not you're just taking people at their word, but they can share and show how they got to that. And you can you can vet them and check them right then and there. I like that angle. I like that angle. I think there's still potential for like momentum investing on your platform. The question is, though, like, is this legal? It's absolutely legal, right? Like the Internet's been around for a while. Of course. Yes. You know, people can do what they want and and listen to who they want and be a part of any community they want to be a part of. I think it's just the establishments that's scared. Right. The establishment is yeah. scared of these communication platforms because they can like, like the people can now manipulate the market. It used to only be hedge funds being able to manipulate the market, right? Um, yeah, it, it's an interesting dynamic or change in dynamic, I should say. Yeah. What, what's interesting is, is you guys came up with this idea before all this happened. Like, Ben, why don't you, I get back, you back into this? Like, how long did it take you guys to, um, you know, build this app? Like, it's a really good app. Like, I noticed like, pretty much like zero bugs when I used it. Like how long were you guys working on this without telling us all? Yeah, thank you. That That's our pride and joy is how we just kept our heads down and built the best product. That was our strategy from day one. You know, uh, a lot of people take the approach. They want to just put a, a half-baked product out there, get people on, test it, and then move from there. Our idea all, to, all along was just to build the best possible product. We have a spectacular development team. We've got some really bright guys all working towards a common vision. And I think it's really the culture of our team. We just work together so well. And it's in the middle of the night every day. We just love what we're building. And there's so much passion. We challenge each other. It's such a cool work environment. And we just really have our eyes on the prize. And we're going to get it done. One thing on that topic, if I may add to that, around three months ago, maybe even four months ago now, we really had the pleasure of meeting with Josh Elman, who used to be VP of product for actually Robinhood, as well as Twitter and also TikTok. Um, so he's held a lot of different positions and we met with him and we actually were able to demo the product that we had at the time for him. And he gave us some pointers here and there, but the biggest takeaway that we came away with was we got to this slide in our deck where we were talking about, our, how are we gonna make money? How are we gonna monetize? And he said, move that slide back. And we were like, why? And he goes, the first thing and the only thing you are focused on right now is building a platform that your users love. They go home and they say, mom, dad, you got to get on this. Friends, you got to get on this. I'm sending everyone an invite link because I love this. He said, don't, don't care about how you're going to make money just yet. Not that we haven't thought about it, but 
care about building a product that is sticky, that people love to use, that they're on every single that. day for yeah, hours. I love that. I yeah. mean, I was, I was swept up in a fervor this morning. I was like, shit, like I, I have to share this thing that, that Gav is, has told me about uh, because it's so relevant. Like people, and there's a sense of like, right now people want to seem like they're very like into stocks right now. Cause like everyone's talking about it. So by virtue of like inviting them to a new platform, like I think I'll just the psych is, is matching up here uh, for the product. Um, but why don't you guys, Michael, why don't you give me an update from a high level of where things are, how many users so far, when did the app even launch on the app store? And like, what are you, what kinds of things are you doing to get people to use it? Like, what can you tell our audience? Like, yeah. why should they use it? Yeah. Um, so we officially launched to the app store out of closed beta a few months back now. Uh, we weren't focusing on user growth till very, very recently. And uh, Gav, you can correct me if I'm wrong, but we had about a 13% jump in users today. Uh, I think closer to 15, but yeah. Yeah, nice. so so we're growing fairly quickly on that regard. And with that, you know, we're noticing an increase in daily active use also and engagement is increasing with it. I'm sure you saw today, uh, you know, just an absurd amount of people interacting, engaging, communicating, which we love. And from a higher level where we stand, uh, you know, we're working very closely with one of our advisors, Steve Barsh. He's really giving us some great advice on where we should be taking the company. And he's really outlined us or helped us outline the next few steps where we should be going. And with his advice, we've been able to make a multi-step plan for what we're going to be building out over the next few months. So yes, we're a startup. Yes, we're highly agile. Yes, you know, we're working late into the night. Our dev team and design team is always planning the next thing a few weeks in ahead. So right now we know what's going to be launching a month, two months down the line. So we're really trying to cover all bases. I just want to express um, my appreciation for you moving so fast to get us on here. Dude, and yeah. Dude, for I have even, to talk, like I needed kids to talk about this with. And you yeah, and for reaching out to me <laughs> because I just, I, I didn't even message you. I filled out a feedback form and I mentioned in the feedback form that I wanted to talk to you and dude, I see where this we are kid, now. Like, dude, I see all these huge response to my survey. I'm like, yo, this kid, he's like, yo, let's jump on a Zoom. I'm like, down, let's do it. This app is live, like go use it, go tweet, like howl. Um, go talk about markets, invite your friends. Like it's a beautiful and awesome app, but like Ben, what else do you want to add? Yeah, there, there's never been a better time to collaborate when you're doing your research. You know, this has been one of the craziest weeks that I can remember. Yes, we're all young, but this is going to go down in history as one of the craziest trading weeks ever. So there's, there's no better way in my opinion than to come together, collaborate with people, see what everyone is talking about, see what they're doing and, you know, come find the next big thing and just always keep a fundamental knowledge of like true fundamental finance and that's what we're really trying to push here yes it's an exciting time yes people are hyping a lot of things up the core of our application from the investment research perspective is to just really establish a core set of fundamental research skills amongst our users so that's what you should use it for ladies and gentlemen you just heard from the founders of wolf financial you can download the app by clicking the link in the description and follow me on the platform i found it to be a lot of fun so far at our future underscore ceo I think these kids are gonna be freaking millionaires. This idea is gonna skyrocket. There really needs to be like a Twitter for finance. Uh, make sure you're subscribed to our newsletter this Sunday to get a more detailed rundown about what's going on. And I'll be with you guys again soon with a great new episode. Stay frosty out there, guys. It's a crazy world and peace out.